Oh, hello. I didn't notice you there. I guess I guess this is what we're doing tonight. Welcome back to The Constitutionals. I'm your host, Chad White. If you didn't know, this is the premiere podcast for the website, cpluscomedy.com. Like I just said, it's a website. Go there. <laughs> now, <laughs> if you're not watching the video, <laughs> you can't see that I am recording this in a new location. It is uh, inside my apartment. But it's not the office space. No, it's not the living room. It's not the kitchen and it's not the bathroom. <laughs> no, it is my bedroom where I, indeed, I do sleep. <laughs> I urge you to watch the video <laughs> to see a, a wall of nothing. <laughs> my very simple bed. Me sitting on a cheap mattress under my covers. I do plan on getting a better mattress, but that uh, takes time and money. <laughs> And uh, one of those I have plenty of. <laughs> so welcome back to the Constitutionals Podcast. This is episode one fifty three, I believe, or four. Let's get let's get the number down before we uh, before we make anything. One fifty three. I was right, correct. One fifty three. I'm very busy, <laughs> as you can tell. I'm getting in bed at six fifty seven. <laughs> You can see my Google Home over here, my white noise machine, my earplugs uh, that I now need to sleep. Uh, let me let me show you. Let me give you a tour. There's a brick wall to camera left. Uh, well, yeah, camera left. <laughs> I forgot which one's which. Excuse me. Brick wall and camera left. There's a brick wall in every room. Obviously, makes everything very cold. Uh, but on the, this far corner is where my dirty clothes hamper is. That's where I am right now. Currently, there are a pair of shorts and a pair of boxer briefs hanging off the side to let those dry, you know, before I put them in there because you don't want to put wet clothes in there. And then there's a blue LED light on this side of the wall strip that brightens up the room. Uh, hey, Google, turn on the bedroom lights. We'll see. We'll take a little look at this. Uh, <laughs> you can't say anything. And it's not blue. It's actually white, uh, but it makes the room look blue. So, I mean, I don't know if you can see it. Uh, it looks horrible. Hey, Google, bedroom lights off. And uh, thank you. Behind you is the closet where I keep my tops and my shoes and my, my two belts and one belt that I wear all the time and my other belt that I don't wear. And a duffel bag that I use and some other small bags and my New Yorker tote. This is where my book bag lives over there in that corner. And then in that corner is where all of my sports stuff live. So when I go work out, that's where I go to that corner, rummage through it. And then this is a, uh, I don't know exactly what the camera can see because I'm only using the GoPro today, again, for the second week in a row. Uh, and this is a, uh, a, a side, a bedside table. It's a dog barking. Oh, my neighbor in front of the dog. This is a side table that uh, I, or a bedside. <laughs> what are these things called? Anyway, it's a side, a side bedside drawer thing or whatever. I've had as long as I can remember, probably since I was like at least a child five, <laughs> a child or five. And it was, it's probably, it's one of the few things to make it from the old house that I used to live in. Uh, that and the trash can in the bathroom. So if you ever come over to my apartment, know that this and the trash can in the bathroom are the two oldest things that I own. <laughs> and this is so disgusting and it's chipped, but it, it holds everything I need to hold. 
also, you know, it's where stuff lives. I don't know if you can hear the television, but it is on in the main room. Yeah, I'm wasting electricity, but what are you going to do about it? <laughs> Five minutes in. Welcome back to the Constitutionals. This is a wonderful show where I sit down and I talk. But I didn't want to, I didn't want to pick up any news stories that had to deal with the uh, coronavirus. I didn't want to mention it. But here we are doing that again. So we're going to do... Jesus. What is that? <laughs> I turned it on the only thing that I know was going to be constantly playing and I turned it on Pluto TV. Pluto TV is a free TV app where you get to watch a bunch of already curated channels. Like they have uh, Nickelodeon has some stuff up there because it's owned by Viacom and CBS, but Nickelodeon has some stuff up there. It's a 24 hour NBC news channel. There's a 24 hour James Bond movie channels or 24 hour uh, MTV cribs channel, just theme channels like that. And the only time I ever watch Pluto is to either have some, you know, noise going on. Uh, and the only channel I turn it on is the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles channel. And it play, it switches off playing the 2012 show and the 20, 2003 show, I believe, is the uh, the cartoon, the 2D WB Kids cartoon, or Kids WB. You can hear the theme song right now. <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I love, I love the 2012 show. It's very childish. Like Boss Baby is. Just finished Boss Baby this week. <laughs> uh, but I do love that show. I love the theme song too. It's playing right now. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway. <laughs> so yeah, I just I wanted to do an episode, another episode. Last week's episode was me ranking the show or uh, one sentence review, barely. One sentence review of the shows that I'd, I subscribe to on podcasts. Podcasts. <laughs> and so now this one is... Just, you know, no news grabbing. Also, there wasn't anything that really grabbed me this week. So uh, let's see if I can ru- uh, rummage <laughs> rummage around in my brain for another 20 minutes. Minimum. The show's got to reach at least 25 minutes. That is the rule. <laughs> There's no rule. Listen, we do have one thing that kind of deals with coronavirus. This is... From GameSpot, written by Steve Watts. I'm very comfortable right now. I wanted to do this laying down. I wanted to do this weeks ago when I did not have any ideas for what I wanted to do for an episode. And I wanted to do this laying down inside inside the bed under the covers with the GoPro coming from the door and looking over at me. And But I couldn't figure... Like, I, I just... I couldn't figure out how to hold the mic and all that stuff. And this is obviously before I had the zoom uh, and the zoom makes this so much easier. Truly does, (laughs) but it, uh, it just never worked out that way. So now I'm doing it like this. And also there's video coming right now. I can see the GoPro is recording. I made sure it was on video because last week I did not. And it was very dumb. Steve Watts wrote this for GameSpot. With uh, E3 2020 canceled, the ESA left open the possibility, oh, excuse me, the title is, after E3's cancellation, the ESA drops plans for a digital replacement event. Then the subhead is, sublead is, with, 20, with E3 2020 canceled, the ESA left open the possibility of hosting a digital event instead. Now the organization has announced that it's not happening. I don't want to get too far uh, into this thought that I'm having right now, but... Uh, I've been very lonely for for a long time and, uh, I started looking into adopting a dog 
And I went, I looked at the Atlanta Humane Society website and, you know, periodically over the course of like the past couple of years, I would look and go, you're like, nah, no, these dogs really tickle my fancy. There's one dog a couple of years ago named Poncho where I lived in Roswell. And I went to go visit that dog and he was great. He was adorable. uh, But I didn't have like a, like a job to afford a dog then (laughs) or anything really then. But anyway, these past couple of weeks, I was looking, uh, and actually, no, slightly before the coronavirus hit, I was looking, and I saw this one dog, American is a pit mix with something else, pit mix with something else, that's what it makes it, <laughs> and I saw it, and I thought, oh, she's great, this is great, this is a great dog, she's, I don't want to say her name, because it's going to, because if I don't get her, it's just going to, it's going to suck, <laughs> and I want to be reminded of another woman I lost, and, <laughs> and, uh, and so she's great. Very cute, very energetic. She has a great coat, great muscular build. And so she and I would be great for running, running around for, with each other. Uh, you know, she'd come in runs and stuff and love to go on walks with her, have excuses to get out, you know, besides work and grocery shopping. And today, we oddly enough, because like earlier this week, I looked and I looked, at, I watched her like two days ago I, from the time it's recording. Today's Thursday. I... I I looked at it uh, on the website and obviously the Humane Society's closed until, you know, further notice. It was supposed to be until April 30th, but then they pushed it back to May 31st. And so I I looked and I'm like, man, this this dog's great. Maybe I'll, you know, it's only $50 to adopt her. She's already in a foster home. Maybe they already have the stuff. And one of my, one of my concerns is not just her peeing everywhere, but also, and not just me affording her, but also, you know, having this stuff, I looked into how much it would cost to get a dog and how much, you know, it would take to have everything ready. Like you got to have dog bowls, the dog food, you have dog beds, toys, all this stuff. And the minimum is like a grand. So, and I don't, I just spent, you know, however much money on a car. I obviously don't have a grand to, uh, to toss up, but now, uh, it is. So I, I, anyway, I looked at the, I looked uh, today. I went, I went to go look at the dog again, you know, twice in a week. That means like, maybe, maybe, I'm, you know, maybe I'm leaning towards it. Uh, I go, I go look, you know, I'll figure out the money. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, I go look at the dog again. Humane society changes the date to May 31st. And because we're living in a state of we don't know when things are going to be open again. All of the dogs are gone from the website, and I believe all the cats as well, with the exception of like seven dogs that are, I, I guess, in foster homes. But this dog's in the foster home that I want. But like seven dogs. There's no other animals on the website. And I just go, oh, my gosh, she's adopted. <laughs> so I don't know. Who knows? I want this dog. I want her. Her name is, uh, I don't want to say it. I don't want to say it. Uh, her name is Storm, and <laughs> it's, a, it's a great name, right? Uh, and so, yeah, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm thinking about maybe I put the crate over here to my right against the brick wall, and she can sleep there, you know. Anywho, let's get into this. So the ESA is going to not hold the uh, E3 conference in physical. We knew that was going to happen, and they're also not going to hold uh, a digital conference which is what what was thought to happen. Let me turn the iPad upside down. So we thought, 
Yeah, we thought, you know, there should be a digital version. The the NFL draft is going to be digital, probably. The NBA draft is probably going to be digital. Everything is probably going to be digital. Uh, but the ESA is just thinking, no, it's going to happen. Um, I know earlier this week, Microsoft said they're only they're only doing digital events for the rest of the year. So that means Gamescom, Comic-Con, everything that, you know, a, a video game distributor, employer, producer, publisher would show up at. They would, they're only going to do digital events. I mean, Nintendo's already ahead of that, so ahead of the curve. And I can only assume Sony's going to do the same thing for PlayStation. Uh, there is just a cookie cutter quote. I, you, you know who we had, we know that. I think is I mean this, that was obviously going to have to be the logical thing that happens. I'm scratching my leg. I'm not scratching my genitals. <laughs> we knew that was going to be the logical thing. That obviously we can't have this big event where all these sweaty nerds pack in together. They already don't bathe. So why put them together? Even if we could, even if, you know, by some miraculous uh, event, the coronavirus just evaporated and went away. And and then in, in June and July, everybody said, all right, let's do this. Let's put things back on. Let's start baseball again. Let's start uh, f- football, summer training. Let's start, you know, the summer leagues for basketball. Uh, what am I missing? Soccer. <laughs> the Olympics. So let's do all this stuff. We knew this wasn't going to be. It wasn't going to be. Um, but I don't understand not putting together a event of sorts. Hopefully they can use this time to retrain themselves, to rethink what E3 is, because in the past couple of years it has been waning and it's been struggling. Publishers have been dropping out and holding their own events. You know, see Nintendo, see Sony, which who wasn't even going to show up this year. Um, EA, EA dropped out a couple years ago and they've been holding an event prior to E3 and then, you know, it leads into E3. So this is going to be, this should be, and this is not just for the ESA, but also for everybody. (laughs) This should be a year to reinvent. (laughs) You, You have E3, which was struggling, people leaving, uh, publishers leaving and them selling out tickets to the public and then it just being overcrowded and people just not generally having fun. Take this time, take this as an opportunity to go, okay, let me sit back. Let me reevaluate what E3 is. This is for the essay to think. Same thing goes for, you know, the Fast and Furious movie, Fast 9 or Fast 8, Fast 9 is sitting on someone's hard drive right now. It should have been coming out in, you know, a week or two. It's sitting on someone's hard drive right now. Obviously, you're not going to retouch the movie, but take this time to rethink, you know, or, you know, Sony. Sony is just pushed back its entire slate. Take this time to say, okay, was this movie going to make money in the first place? Disney Disney just re- is going to release Artemis Fowl on Disney Plus, and I can tell you that movie was not going to make <laughs> as much money as they think, think it was. The only the only time I ever heard of Artemis Fowl was when we I was in grade school, maybe middle school, and he and people's lit classes were were, were reading that, not mine, but the other people's were. I remember one time in middle school. 
I really wanted to be in the honors English class. And I asked my teacher, can I, and they gave us a special test you had to take so then they could move you to that class. And I asked my teacher, and I knew I, was, I had the grades. I knew I was smart enough to be in that class. And I also had another friend named Jordan who we were inseparable. You know, you, when you have like, it's like Rhett and Link, you know, when you're, when you're, when you have your, your best friend and that, and you know, for those three years or for those few years or in grade school or middle school or something like that, uh, you know, particularly grade school and middle school, when you have your best friend for those years and he, and he was that in middle school and we were just, I was a clown and I brought him down. Truly. That was, that's truly thing. That's the truest thing. I was a clown and I brought him down to my level, but he was also a smart cookie and he, and he took the test to get in the class. And I remember we both took the test. I passed. I, I specifically, I know, I know for a certain fact I passed and, uh, and he passed obviously. And we went to the teacher and, and <laughs> And basically we're like, all right, so when are we going to be moved to this class? And she goes, <laughs> and this teacher that I know that I've caused so much pain to, she looks and she's like, okay, well, you're both not going to be in this class because uh, you're going to be disrupting the class, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Chad, you're staying down. Jordan, you're moving up. <laughs> and I was so angry. <laughs> and that was the worst because I really wanted to be in that class. I think about that periodically. It really makes me mad. <laughs> How dare she do that? <laughs> I don't remember her name and I could probably go get my middle school yearbook, but that's, it's in the living room. <laughs> and I don't want to call her out. I just, but I just remembered that. And the same thing kind of happened in eighth grade, I believe. They'd always like I would always I have the good grades <laughs> and then I would be put in I'd be like the smartest kid in the remedial class. <laughs> not the rem- not remedial, but like the on level class. Uh, and I would always be like, can I go to honors? <laughs> Here's my I have the I have the A's to prove it, the A's and the B's to prove it. No. <laughs> You can't do that. I think about that so much. Anyway. Okay, so let's move on. Uh, we can just, we're just doing this all in one shot, baby. I just, so This week was the week of finales for me. I Like I said, I finished Boss Baby, the third season finale. I assume we'll be back for season four. We'll see what happens. DreamWorks and Netflix, they tend to cancel shows without even telling people. And they left it open. Boss Baby, the TV show, is great. A little childish for my taste. Because <laughs> it's a show about babies. <laughs> it's a short for, show for babies. And then, what else? Oh, today, I just watched this, the uh, Shit's Creek finale. Oh, my gosh. What? So, so happy. So good. Uh, Shit's Creek is a show that I th- I've talked about the show before. If you don't watch Shit's Creek, then you're not going to, you know, you're not going to watch it now. Uh, Shit's Creek is a show uh, starring Eugene uh, Levy. Dan, his son, Dan, Daniel, uh, Catherine O'Hara, uh, and just, uh, 
truly a, just a, a great group of other actors uh, who I, Chris Elliott, everyone else I forget. <laughs> I could, I have an iPad in front of me. I'm not going to look it up. Um, let me name the daughter who plays Alexis. Because that would be disappointing if I named everybody. And I didn't name her. Her name is uh, Annie Murphy. I knew that. <laughs> Duh. Annie Murphy, Emily Hampshire, Noah Reed. There we go. That's everybody. All right. Anyway, great show. It was on Pop TV that uh, nobody watched. It was a Canadian channel. I mean, not Canadian channel. It's a Canadian-based show on Pop TV owned by CBS, uh, Viacom CBS Now. About a, a rich family, rich magnate family who loses all their money, have to move back, have to move to a town they they bought for their son on his like on his birthday as a joke. And uh, and they think they're better than everybody. And then over the course of six seasons, they grow to be part of the town and love everybody. But in the finale, they they all go off in their own separate ways. And some of them stay and some of them go. And it's uh, all very lovely. Uh, the son, uh, Daniel, leaving. Uh, who plays David. He created the show. Uh, he created the show. <laughs> he, go, he marries his... Uh, is now husband Patrick, and it was a lovely ceremony. And uh, I, 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 I let some, I let some tears loose. <laughs> Here we go. That's the title. Twenty two seventeen. <laughs> let some tears loose. That's a that's a good one. I like that a lot. And um, but what but what I really like about this show is that it's a very sweet and lovely show. That I once, I'm going to diverge for a little second. I once heard an interview or read an interview with, uh, oh God, what is his name? The guy who created, it's in my head. It's in my head. Oh no. (laughs) And I feel so bad because it's one of my favorite shows of all time. Uh, Mike judge, he created King of the Hill, but he, it was an interview for, um, uh, for, uh, oh God, what's it called? Um, the show on HBO, <laughs> Silicon Valley. And, and he and Alec Berg were talking to, you know, whomever. And they were talking about how the, 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 the journalists specifically at the interviewer specifically asked a question of how come, you know, there, there are highs and lows in this show, like very specific highs and very specific lows, very specific peaks and valleys. And, you know, at the end of every season, they, the guys at Silicon Valley, they, on the show, they basically lose, you know, something really good happens, a company gets bought out, but then, uh, there's like a, a corkscrew in the mix. I don't know. <laughs> company gets bought out, but someone loses their job, you know, something like that. And then next season, it's all, it all starts over again. Uh, and they said that yeah, that had to happen. And I'm butchering this quote, but they, it had to happen because things like that have to happen because otherwise there would be no, you know, growth, no story, blah, blah, blah. Um, and, and all, and stuff that comes with that. And then I think, no, you don't have to have that because there are great shows that, you know, that can tell that can be dramatic and do all that, all that stuff where, but no one has to lose a life. No one has to die. Now look at Mad Men. One person died on that entire show and that was Lane Price and he killed himself in like the second to last season, um, versus Breaking Bad where, you know, 50 people probably died. <laughs> Uh, and then El Camino was an action movie, basically a thriller. But then you look at Shit's Creek, and to some extent Parks and Rec, and then you know 
let me let me keep thinking of other shows that don't necessarily have the peaks and valleys that Silicon Valley have, but sitcoms like that, sitcoms like those where there is obviously there are these dramatic elements where the characters do change and everything, but it's just not, it doesn't have to be, you know, record, you know, world shattering for the audience. It doesn't have to be this thing that changes the entire game. And now the show is going to go from uh, a single camera to multicam. It doesn't have to be that way. And this, and similarly, you know, bouncing off of Shit's Creek. And then the last finale I just finished watching was the modern family finale. And I hadn't seen that show in a couple of years. Uh, but it's, the show is the exact same show as it was in season one. It's the same type of jokes. You could predict if you just, if you've seen one season of uh, modern family, you've seen it all. And, you know, I was guessing the punchlines of jokes before they even happened, but I mean, they're good at that. They're good at planting the seeds for these types of jokes, um, and storytelling. And I truly, enjoyed my time with that last episode. Very fun. It was a very fun, very sweet finale. The Shits Creek finale was better and I'm not judging both <laughs> based on those merits, but the Shits Creek was, I enjoyed my time with that a lot more. Um, but the modern family finale was also very good. And again, it wasn't world shattering. I don't think my TV is still on. It might've frozen. <laughs> Uh, it, it doesn't have to be not, not every, I mean, it's anyway, I just, I just want to talk about that for a little bit. Now, this last thing I, <laughs> I've tried to talk about is, uh, not gonna, <laughs> it's not gonna be too long. Okay. So the final thing I want to talk about is Quibi. So if you watch this week's episode of news time, it is indeed about Quibi. Uh, oh my God, that's, oh, this sucks. Okay. Quibi is a mobile video platform. I should pull up my phone. It's a mobile video platform owned by or started by Jeffrey Katzenberg, who was uh, DreamWorks and the and Meg Whitman, who worked at Hewlett Packard. I believe General Electric GE. I believe. Don't quote me on that last part. So they started this thing in 2018 this new way to watch television and they called it new TV. But now if you're watching the video, this is quibbing. I'm pulling it up on my phone and you, it's a, it's basically just an app where, and this is how I described it on uh, news time, rich YouTube, YouTube with money. You subscribe $5 or $8 ads or no ads essentially. And you get to watch shows and movies and uh, 10 minute increments. There's a show I'm looking at right now. It says night, gowns it's a documentary and i believe it's a movie and oh it's a tv show whatever it's said documentary and uh episodes are nine minutes long and what's interesting you know, i was on my ipad for a little bit <laughs> what's interesting is uh they think that the way you hold, you hold your phone is the way you want to watch video. Uh, they think, you know, you're watching Snapchats like that. You're watching, you can watch YouTube videos, you know, like this with the video just up in this top part right here. And then you can watch, you know, Instagram stories like that. Uh, so why not watch video? You don't naturally hold your phone like this. So why not watch video holding it vertical? And there are pluses and minuses to that. Obviously the pluses are, yes, that's how you do watch video. But the minuses are that's not how video, that's not how TV is supposed to look. So, again, they call this new TV in 2018. Now it's 2020. 
and it's called Quibi and it's got the backing of Disney and uh, Lionsgate and Paramount and just like just basically every studio, every creative power out there has money inside Quibi, which is great, which is interesting, which is the way TV should be. You know, everybody should invest in Hulu. It shouldn't there should not be a Disney Plus. Everybody should invest in Hulu and Netflix and Amazon Prime and not even Amazon Prime. Everybody should invest in those three, though. And there should be there shouldn't be a of a, a, a thousand ways to watch things. Cheers shouldn't exist on five different streaming platforms and four of them be uh, freemium. OK, so I'm just pissed that Cheers exists. <laughs> I love Cheers. I do. I really do love Cheers. I've been watching a uh, night court at work uh, this week and I watched conservatively a hundred episodes and it's only 193. Uh, but that's just how the way my work works. I watched a hundred episodes of night court this week. I also watched 50 episodes of one-on-one and I want to kill myself. Uh, but I wanted to kill myself before that anyway. So Quibi is interesting because it's got all, it's got all these different shows on it. It's got shows, uh, starring or yeah, starring Titus Burgess. He's hosting a, a game show, a show starring, uh, you know, it's got reality shows, uh, like that, a game show called game show, G A Y M E show with, uh, hosted by Matt Rogers. And I forgot the other guy's name, but it's featuring a bunch of other comedians just competing to be called the uh, queen of the straights. Yeah. Queen of the Straits. I watched one episode of that and then flipped. I watched one episode of that. Uh, Flip stars Caitlin Olsen and Will Forte trying to uh, become the next greatest house flippers. And that's a movie. And that's shown in seven minute increments again. It's a 10 minute increments. Most Dangerous Game starring Christoph Waltz and Liam Hemsworth. That's a movie. And then Survive. I don't know if that's a series or a movie, but that's starring. Um, uh, what's her name? Sophie Turner. And, you know, and there's news and there's a new punk uh, hosted by Chance the Rapper, which I think kind of fits the punk really works in this format. I'm not going to I'm not going to BS on that one. A show called Sexology with Sean Boudram. Very attractive woman. I would love to hear her talk about sex. Uh, (laughs) NBC's got a show. TMZ's got a show. BBC News has a show. E! News has a show. Weather Channel has a show. They suck. Uh, ESPN has a show. Polygon. And there is just Telemundo, iHeartRadio. So many different ways. Uh, EW. Just, oh my gosh. It's crazy how many people have a show. Truly, there's going to be 175 shows on here, I believe. Um, 50 new shows, you know, 175 new shows or whatever. Any hoosers, uh, and, it's, and the app works. Um, but the thing is, people have been comparing, you know, every now that you enter the, the video streaming space, they're going to be comparing you to everybody else. So what does Quibi offer over Netflix? What does it offer over HBO now? What does it offer over? And now the, the big comparison is Disney+. Plus. Uh, people are comparing comparing. Let's say people, I say media outlets, they're comparing Quibi's download numbers for day one download numbers to Disney plus Disney is obviously a bigger name. (laughs) Of course, of course, Disney had a million downloads on day one, but Quibi had 300,000 and you know that that's a failure. And now it's up to 880,000. I believe I saw the headline. Uh, And now that's a, I don't know, in three days, I guess that's a success. Who knows? Um, But Quibi is, Quibi's uh, quirky in that you have to, if you're going to produce a show for Quibi, it has to be produced in 
basically two different formats. The regular format, which is where you're watching, you know, stuff on the side. Also, you can't watch any of this stuff on TV. You can't, there's not even an iPad app. It's only for your iPhone and for your Android phone. That's it. You can't watch it online. You can't watch anywhere else. I, I read an interview with an analyst that said he would be surprised if in six months there wasn't a TV app. And this, I, I totally agree with him. If there's not even an iPad app and at the end of the summer, I don't know what's going to happen to Quibi. But right now, I'm very interested in it. I have 90-day trial, and I'm not going to go past that 90 days. <laughs> anyway, so you have to produce videos in two different formats. So you've got the regular side format with how you watch, how, how TV should be watched. And then, and this is TV. They keep calling it TV. So, and then you, got, you also have the vertical format. And now the vertical format is, uh, I did watch the first episode of Flipped and Mostly Vertical. And uh, and so you have things like this, where if you're watching the if you're watching the video, you should, you should definitely watch this, and also download Quibi; it's free. But there is a they. So when the video is like this on the side of your phone, you're just looking at the the one one camera where like the the actors are reacting to something that's happening and you don't know what it is, and and the camera can switch back and forth, or you hold it vertical, and then on the top they splice two different videos so that you can see both sets of cameras looking at whatever is interesting. And this goes for uh, reality shows. This goes for single camera shows. And it's a little disconcerting because you, your mind is, is being tricked into watching these two different things. And that's not how TV works. If you want to, you know, if they want it to be a little social shareable social thing, uh, which they do because on the video, you can just hit a button and it's, it says like share to, uh, let me, let me flip it on the side and let me see. Yeah. There's a share button and you can share the link to the episode on your texts, on your, uh, to Google drive to, you know, however you share things. Uh, and <laughs> as much as I like watching things, I don't want to watch things in vertical form. And, you know, if people, people only watch short things in vertical, they're only watching the Instagram stories are 10 seconds long. Snapchats are 10, you know, 10 seconds, not 10 minutes. These things are 10 minutes. You know, it's, I don't know. It's, I, and then you can download video, obviously. Uh, it's an interesting idea, but you're really pigeonholing yourself if you're only going to put, if you're only going to put this thing out on uh, phones, you know, devices that go up to six or seven inches versus, you know, I have this thing, you know, I have my laptop, I have this iPad, I have my laptop, I got my TV. I, put it, put apps everywhere. And I know that you're, I know that you're aiming for this mobile future, but you're putting yourself into a hole and also charging $5 for it. At the end of this 90 day free trial, the only people left will be the people who get it for free. And that's T-Mobile users and they get it free for a year. But other than that, people aren't going to want to stay attached for $5 a month, especially with ads, you know, $8 a month without ads. And yeah, that's two cups of coffee or one cup of coffee. If you live in LA or LA or Chicago or New York. That's what happens when you spend most of your time alone. That's why I need a dog off 
Storm, get off the bed. That's what I would say. <laughs> if she was here. <laughs> oh my gosh. <clears throat> so yeah. Uh I do I like the prospect of quibbing. I'm not gonna sugarcoat it. I like the prospect of quibbing. I'm not gonna crap on it like everybody else seems to to be doing at this point. The the Android app does not have good reviews. The iOS app does not have good reviews. The iPad, obviously, and then again, if I pull up the iPad app, Face ID, <laughs> lovely. If I pull up the iPad app, it's not even the iPad app. It's it's the thing where it makes the iPhone app and it downloads the iPhone app and it's and it's the iPhone app in the in the iPad form, and it just blows up the screen, which I'm not a fan of. Which I delete if I find an app that I want to try out and I, and I find out it doesn't have an iPad app, I delete it immediately. But this is Quibi. And that's how I watch Flip. I watch an entire vertical video with all of Now, since it's an iPhone app, every, there's half the screens at black bars. I watch it all vertical on this 11 inch screen. I do see where they're going with it, though. I do see, I do understand that. This is a way, a new way to watch a bunch of shows, a bunch of high quality shows that you truly, you would only be able to get on Netflix, on Amazon, on Hulu, on HBO. Flipped looks great. You you know, it's also interesting is that Netflix does this thing sometimes where you can tell it's a Netflix show by the lighting because it's kind of, it's very bright. (laughs) Like one day at a time. I love one day at a time so much. I love, love, love. It's one of my favorite sitcoms, uh, multicams especially. But one of my favorite sitcoms. But the lighting on that show looked very much washed out. <laughs> Not washed out, but very much sanitized. Uh, same. The same thing goes for its movies, for Netflix's movies. All the movies look the exact same. Even the dark, gritty movies look the same. Bright white <laughs> lights, <laughs> cheap. <laughs> and that's not a knock against Netflix. You know, sometimes, especially this week, because I've been watching, you know, so much TV and all of all of the apps, you know, I have all the apps, uh, you know, I, I really like I know I'm so hard on Netflix and Disney and then I subscribe to them anyway. I do like them, but their their company practices just piss me off to no end. And nobody seems to be standing up for this. Viacom, I just want when I was watching uh, Shit's Creek, the finale. They, uh, I, I had the, I had the, I had the app, the pop cat, the pop TV app on my phone and I threw it to my Chromecast and the only commercials I saw for, for both episodes of Shit's Creek that I just finished were episodes were commercials for CBS all access, the good fight, the new season and, uh, uh, Star Trek Picard. And then, uh, a Showtime show. And then that's it. <laughs> It's the CBS properties, but that's it. I didn't see anything else. And so like, you can't be happy that, <laughs> that Disney and Viacom and now T-Mobile is merged with Sprint. You can't be happy that all these come, that these big companies own each other and, and they're controlling what you watch and own and what you can, you know, do and say about like Nintendo you know, you can't play Nintendo games on YouTube or Twitch without being a Nintendo partner and then they get some of your revenue. It's just, come on. 
you can't be happy about this stuff. You can support them. I mean, I think it's fine to support them because, you know, they're not comedians that are actors or producers that have sexually assaulted somebody. <laughs> uh, but again, just hold them accountable. Like if Disney. Yeah, I watched Onward last week, which was I didn't like Onward. It was ugh, boy. And my dad is dead and I did not like Onward. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, uh, I did enjoy Frozen 2 I did not think I was going to like it but I love that I think that movie is better than the first one I'm planning on watching it again soon um, but you know I can subscribe to Disney Plus and then watch the new DuckTales uh, which I finished prior to Disney Plus even being a thing <laughs> but, uh, and I can watch you know old episodes of DuckTales and I can watch Amphibia and Big City Greens and have and enjoy my time, but they when they did buy out Fox, they did fire nine thousand people. So I'm allowed to say something like that. Uh, I'm allowed to have an opinion on them. So all in all, is to say, Onward was not good. Better than the Good Dinosaur, which I, I mean, <laughs> they're both fine, and I never want to see them again. <laughs> the end <laughs> I didn't like Onward maybe it's because I don't like Tom Holland that's a very true statement also seems like they're grabbing they're scraping the bottom of the barrel not Tom Holland or Chris Pratt or Julie Lee drivers but everybody else in that movie they're like who else haven't we had in the in a Pixar movie okay let's just I'll take Mel Rodriguez and Octavia Spencer <laughs> And that's nothing against Mel Rodriguez and Octavia Spencer. But it's so funny to see like a hodgepodge of people. Same thing for the good dinosaur. I think the good dinosaur is the most grab bag cast they've ever had. Just random people just thrown in. 42 minutes has gone on for a long time. That's what happens when I got nothing going on. Okay, so let's recap. Quibi. Quibi can be good. There, but them being bullheaded and saying this is the way that these videos should be watched. Oh, and what's interesting is that after two years, there's an exclusive exclusivity clause in the contracts for every single one of these shows and movies. You can take your show or movie after two years and distribute it somewhere else in any fashion you like. So if you only, if you don't want the vertical version, obviously you can take just the, the horizontal version. Oh, and I'll get back to the, to the two, two production sides of that. You, you can just take the horizontal version and then take it over the Netflix, take it over who, take it over YouTube for all they care. The video is still going to live on Quibi, but you can also have that copy. The, the, your copy, the copy that you want over on YouTube and do whatever. And, and wherever video outlet, which is very interesting, but also back to producing for vertical and horizontal is that, uh, in an article I read for, um, uh, what was it? Variety, I believe. Yeah. Oh, I, I even linked it. Thank God. I didn't even look at this thing. <laughs> um, you have to, oh no, this is a completely different one. Anyway, completely different article, but, uh, you have to produce two sets of video, obviously, uh, so basically, you know, you're doing multiple shots, multiple shoots. If it's, if it's a reality, I don't understand how they're, do, they're doing this, but they're probably just getting multiple cameras in there. But uh, but you have to do multiple shots, multiple shoots, and then you have to make sure the video fits. So in the in the game show, show, uh, J-Y-M-E, I have to keep specifying that. 
they would it was obviously shot like you know regular horizontal but if you, if you held it vertical the host the camera would go back and forth between the host and obviously they, that was a digital effect um <sighs> But it's just, it's just, you know, that just creates extra work for everybody. And eventually there's going to be somebody who uses the format to its advantage and they, and they, they, they make a show that's mostly meant to be watched in vertical and it's going to be interesting. It's going to be kind of like a first person thing. I I mean, I don't know. I just don't want to throw ideas out there because hopefully Quibi will call me. Uh, Jeffrey Katzenberg, if you are watching this, I will sell myself for you. Anyway, listen, I've been talking for a while. So why don't we end this? If you like what you heard here, head on over to the website, seabuscomedy.com, where there is going to be, I promise you, because of the coronavirus, I've had to double down at work. No, I've had to quadruple down at work. I truly have had to do so much work in the past, you know, two weeks. So I did not have a chance to, and even though I did an interview like a month ago at this point, I didn't have a chance or no, two weeks ago, I didn't have the chance to type up the profile for Larry, the cable guy that hopefully will be up next week. And then I have another comedian. I actually have two more comedians coming. Uh, And so next week, hopefully. So all 10 of you can (laughs) read it. (laughs) And then you head over to the website, seabuscomedy.com. It's great. If you want to see a video version of the show, go to youtube.com slash equals comedy. You can see me sitting in bed, not cutting. <laughs> Alone, as usual. Talking to my magic. Sit. Sit, Storm. <laughs> She's probably adopted already. What if we come back next week and there's just a dog sitting next to me on the couch, on the futon? This is my back on the futon. And also on YouTube.com slash comedy, you can see the premiere show that started it all, News Time. It's like The Daily Show, except way less funny. So check it out. This week's episode, we take one story. This is News Time in a nutshell. Take one story, news, entertainment news, business story, and then make it digestible. Yeah. Those tacos are coming back. Excuse me. <laughs> this week's episode is about Quibi. So if you want to learn more about Quibi in a more condensed manner, watch News Time. It's a really good episode, and I truly I worked so hard on it. I love it. That's it. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at C Plus Comedy. Instagram at C Plus Comedy. Follow me on Twitter, Instagram at Chad Black White. Thank you so much for listening. This is the end. Hello, my friends. No, goodbye. Okay, bye.